0: GG, guys. It's been real. This is the first round here where we have unfortunately gone backwards in the rankings there. Out to a 2022 season rank, down to 578 spots. It was a pretty rough week in my side there. The team value actually went up a decent amount. <laughs> a lot of my players did well, but also missed out on a lot of people actually playing. And then I did decide last minute I, had, I ended up trading Fraser McGurk in, given I needed another player for last night's game to actually field... Eleven, and that did include Sam Harper with his zero uh, coming into <laughs> coming into calculations there with Billings and also Paul Walter being out. So that was obviously pretty frustrating uh, on that front. Um, and uh, I decided to remove Fraser McGurk and just grab uh, an extra guy for this coming up this upcoming round in Josh Inglis, um, and that in not uh, didn't obviously work out. Yeah, Fraser McGurk didn't go absolutely bonkers. I think twenty seven he would have picked up in the end. So lost a few of my. Um, Feel my head-to-head matchups, unfortunately. I, you know, got beat by Kane, got beat by Max in that one. Let's just look at his scoring there, which was absolutely incredible. Brought in Chris Lynn. Amazing work from him there. And obviously Stoyness as well with his 96. He didn't actually score. He scored two points in that second game. So that helped out, obviously, a little bit. But uh, yeah, did well with those guys there. The Maxwell captaining at, at 256. It's just incre- Sorry, 251. It's just incredible. Thank goodness I uh, had him in that one. I did make a good trade-in, but I didn't play him, so that was good, thinking that uh, yeah, the the weather forecast changed so much, and it's very, very difficult, isn't it, for those that are those playing BBL Supercoach with the with the weather forecast, with the, the rained-out games, and you have to be very nimble, um, and then you have to just, a lot of time, it's a 50-50 call, and uh, if, you, if you're if you on the wrong side of that, you, you do miss out, and I, I end up being on the wrong side of this one here. Great trade-in of Chowchury. Um Ended up getting four O's, which was amazing, but uh, I didn't play him, obviously, there, and then didn't end up getting the scoring of Steckity, Got that, finally got a got a wicket at the end there. And he is absolutely booted out of my side. I could not get him out any quicker, that's for sure. I do have an option actually, if I want to, to get rid of Harper with the with the trades that I'm looking at, potentially. But uh we'll see how that we'll see how that looks out. But that looks works out. But at the moment, Steckity is Gonski's. Uh, but we had some, obviously, some decent scores. Otherwise, I finally brought it over to any big a 26. That's just how it goes, isn't it? Um, and then played Zampa in the end uh, over Chowdhury. Ended up getting six, and he's just absolutely bottoming out in price. And it's been a, it's a bit of shocking season for him. And it's, he's been all over the shop, hasn't he, with his bowling this year? He obviously, he started the, the, um, the World Cup pretty poorly and then got into his work. And then, uh, yeah, just been very average um, since coming back into the BBL. Said he needed a rest. He got that. You know, game off, but hasn't been great since. Got a good score from Tommy Rogers last night, which was nice. He batted well. And he's been a, a pretty solid pickup, I'll say. The eight in the first game wasn't ideal, but 55 um, overall, including last night's game, was uh, was helpful, obviously, in that week there. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, probably the main stuff on my side. We'll look at my trades in a second. But, yeah, some of these guys, obviously, um, yeah, Maxi Bryden. there. A lot of guys over 1,000, 1,100s. Like incredible work from these guys. They're all well into the top couple of hundred. There's a, few guys, a bunch of guys there in this competition that are in the top hundred. So congrats to them. I, again, I was just making that sort of one mistake each week. Now, team value is a fair bit behind and playing a bit of catch up here. So we'll see how my team ends up going this week. Um, this is where we've ended up at this stage. So 32k in the bank. I do have an option to either go, I believe, Crawley or... Andrew Tai, who I've brought in, I could bring in Jai Richardson as a potential option. I think oh, for me, I'll probably look at percentage ownership and uh, make my decision that way, just because I do need to try and catch up uh, a fair bit. But uh, yeah, any my hopes and dreams of, of winning the competition are well and, well and truly gone after um, after the last couple of weeks, that's for sure. So, uh, But where we're at right now, I have four guys on the buy and only one guy I can loop, which... Um, it is what it is this week. just how, how, how the cookie crumbled, having five stars and only playing, you know, scoring three of them. That's where I made my mistakes this year. It's just too many stars that, uh, that didn't perform, unfortunately. Obviously, the two of those guys in Harper and and uh, obviously Steckity as well, which is a bit of a mistake um, there, which we'll learn from and, and be better for next year. But the three trade-outs for me this week had to be Webster, had to be Sam's, and Steckity is Gonski. So three coming in are Hardy, and I've got him as my captain at the moment. I think captaincy is obviously going to be a really, really big decision this week, and I might have to go the pod captain route, whether that's, you know, if it's Hardy, if it's short, maybe I have to bring in Berendorf instead of Hardy to, to captain him, just to um, yeah, to try and get a good score there and, uh, yeah, catch up a couple hundred on people. Because it's going to be very hard to do a vice-captain loop this week with the two teams being the, the Strikers and, obviously, the Scorchers there have the double and there's a lot of good scorers in there and you really wouldn't want to play any of your single game guys, especially a Sixer or a a Heat as your vice, I don't think, Um, or anyone after that in in a Hobart player or a Renegades player. I just don't see that happening. So you're going to have to make the decision and uh, really anyone in that Scorch's outfit is going to be good. The guys that and I brought in Crawley as well, as I said there, so any of those guys are going to be good. They're obviously the cheaper ones, the guys that I can afford, apart from Hardy. you got Berendorf, who's a great option as well, but comes up against the strikers in both games, which have a solid batting lineup, obviously, up top with the shorts. Chris Lynn's been really good as well, so strike rate can be, uh, sorry, economy rate bonuses can be a little bit tough, but he could also obviously blast through those guys. But at Adelaide Oval at Optus, he obviously goes well at Optus, but Adelaide, um, it's a bit more of a batting track, so I'm expecting and hoping for a lot of runs. Hence the the reasoning for for bringing in a lot of a lot of batsmen and having a lot of batsmen there. Overton's going to be at five. The two shorts opening. I've got Crawley an opener. Connolly, not sure if he'll open, but we've got Hardy as number three. We've got Inglis number four. So sort of the top four um, slash five from each of the teams, and uh, that's where I'm hoping that things go well is in the on the batting side, and and that's just a bit of a punt, just because we have to there. Looping at this stage is going to be looping Walter, and if he goes well, um, I'm going to be losing Zampa, and he's going to switch with with Maxwell there. I was trying to do some loops up here with Billings um, in the keeper slot, moving Josh Inglis up, but uh, unfortunately it doesn't work as I have three guys on the um, on the buy up top. So yeah, I- unable to do that. So we move Walter down, and we're going to do it that way. You could probably muck around with things if I decide to get rid of Harper instead of of there, but uh, yeah, that's um unsure at this stage. I'll have l I'll have a, I'll have a further look and, and go from there. But uh, yeah that's where we're at the moment. Really, they're the guys you need. A lot of the, the Scorchers guys, Laurie Evans and stuff, it's gonna be hard to, to pick up. It'd be interesting to see where Cooper Connolly ends up. Do they bring in an Eskenazi Do they you know do you bring in Ashton Agar, who's obviously the cheapest of the bunch at one sixteen. He's a guy that uh, you yeah, know could have a really good sort of outbreak. Um and might be, I just can't see him going nuts though, and really hurting you. It could be like 100, 120 for his two games, which a lot of these guys could probably beat anyway. Um, but it would be that if you don't have that extra amount of cash, then he might be the play. And then you're looking at strikers plays as well on their double. I think these are the three that you want. Other than that, there's not really too much that you want to be want to be selecting in in that squad. And then you're looking to round seven as well, where the obviously the Perth Scorchers have the double, but also the Hobart Hurricane. So if you didn't have like a a Chowdhury of Tim David's getting ridiculously cheap. Be, I think he's in like high sixties or seventy right now. Uh, but guys like Ellis, guys like Riley Meredith, these are all options for sure. Corey Anderson's getting cheap. There's some guys that you can stash if you want to use a boost or something like that. But yeah, maybe you wait and, and use that next week. Uh, it could be it could be the play there. But uh, that's probably it. To be honest, um, with with this video, apart from sort of going through those matches in in round five. But uh, yeah, there was a uh, obviously a couple uh, a washout there, a shortened game. In that previous one, so the Stars plays in that one, Maxwell going nuts, Webster just being really serviceable, and Dan Lawrence looking really good, and getting some bowling as well. From the Renegades' side, there's not really many that you want to be owning. I think Will Sutherland needs to go. If anyone who owns him, he probably was last week. That's one of the, the good decisions I had made, him getting 40 last week and then 14 this week, not bowling himself. So I think he needs to go. Zamper, I'm just going to use as a loop now in, in uh, round seven when they have the buy. Um, Tom Rodgers as well, and, and the Quinn DeCock, just a bit expensive. Twin, Quinn DeCock, not so much anymore, but uh, yeah, guys that need to be gone out of your side. If you're looking at stars plays, you're probably going to have to hold one or two, so Stoyan's probably a good hold uh, on that front. Harper's is very, very cheap. Marbasim probably a solid one to, to potentially hold as well, but if you do grab Dan Lawrence, um, he could be one as well. I think Websey you have to trade out just based on price, and, and Maxwell I think you have to hold. Throughout the year, you could try to sell him and bring him back, but I think that might be a mistake. Uh, and then Hobart Hurricane's a big score from Ben McDermott. What well unto him. He definitely becomes an option this week when he break even's low for sure. I had him for the first few games where he went terribly, and then this one he comes out and dominates. So what well unto Ben and anyone who owns him. I brought in Chowdhury instead. But yeah, Tim David getting super, super cheap. Seventy six now, so it hasn't gone down too much on uh, on that one there. But uh yeah, that's um that's where they're at, the Hobart Hurricanes. On the Thunder side, I think Samsey's one of those ones you might have to use his cash to get to a hardy or something like that. So well done to him. He scored great over the last uh, bunch of weeks. We'll, we'll likely get him back for Round 9. And they have their double. Tim Sanger, you could hold now, I think, as well. He's fairly cheap. Um, Alex Hale's an easy one to hold as well. Uh, good game from Chris Green at that. But uh, yeah, they're the, they're the Hurricanes we're talking about. And then the Strikers and the Stars, exactly what I was talking about with the Adelaide Oval. Games so two hundred and five, and then they got that got chased down against the stars. So very much a batting wicket at that, and you saw some great scores from obviously Lawrence, Stoynis, Webster, and Maxwell. And then in the strikers, you got Lynn, Short, um, Darcy, Short there. Jamie Overton got nineteen, unfortunately. So um, Adam Jose got Hose a, a, got a couple of um, couple of uh, runs as well. So yeah, bowling side of things wasn't great. Cameron Boyce bowled really well, and he had to bowl exceptional to get sixty three. Um, he was the only one that didn't go for a heap of runs. So that was that um, in that one. And then only a wicket to, to Paris and uh, Rochi Chola as well. Um, so yeah, it looked to batters, I think, in, the, in those matchups there. And um, yeah, hopefully, just hope that it's a, a high-scoring game. If you're getting a mixture of bowlers and bat, then I think you are got to get some low scores in there. So just pick all the ones. I think they're going to be low-score games and go bowlers or um, think they're going to be high-scoring and go batters will be the way I'm playing it. So good luck for you with the round six. We have the four rounds to go. I'm hoping for a nice bounce back week and uh, getting back into the top sort of 1,500 would be ideal. And uh, my goal now is just to hit in the top 1,000. Um, so we'll see how that plays out and I uh, wish you all the best of luck heading into this round. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever.